Gizbo continued to hang from his soul-suspended rope, not even bothering to shake himself free. The skin on his left hand had begun to heal over the frayed rope. Any more shaking, and it would rip free, and more blood would drip down and splash into his eyes. And shaking is the one thing he couldn't help but do. Booze, every night for the past three years, had made it a requirement just for Gizbo's body to even function properly. Without it, withdrawal set in, and he became prone to shaking and nausea, but worst of all, the terror of his memories. Damn you all, Gizbo said, his head a chorus of hammer falls, echoing from his off-cue heartbeat. Never had he been this long without a drink, with no alcohol to hold the memories back. He would have to close his eyes eventually, and then they would come rushing at his mind's eye like a broken floodgate. Please! Please! Gizbo screamed, biting his tongue by mistake, and filling his mouth with a metallic spoiled milk taste. It was the taste of blood tainted by drakeness, a taste he didn't think he would ever get used to. He couldn't help it. His body began to convulse again, bursting open his wounds once more. Ah, damn it, why, why, Gizbo moaned, when suddenly there was a grating growl from below. Gizbo looked down to see two white orbs pacing around the pit, staring up at him. When Gizbo squinted, he could see it was a panther-like drakeling, which was suddenly joined by three other glistening black creatures, all with the same glowing dead moon eyes. One looked like some form of mutated black dairy cow with giraffe-like legs that moved more insect-like than mammal. The other was a pig-like creature with a huge crocodile mouth along with an odd mix of animal parts that forced him to drag the nether portion of its body around. Gizbo blinked, and it seemed more had appeared. Some hissed, some growled, some screeched, and Gizbo felt his forehead get hot and begin to glow. Suddenly, the panther drake jumped up with a violent roar and took a swipe at him. Gizbo managed to lift up his legs just in time, and the panther landed gracefully on the other side of the pit. Unfortunately, the cow-like drakeling was not so fortunate. It had followed the panther and had fallen down into the pit, mooing all the way down and disappearing into the blackness. Not like this. No way in hell am I going like this, Gizbo growled. No way in... Ugh! Gizbo cried out in pain as the panther leapt up again, this time digging its claws deep into his foot. A second later, all of the claws released, save one, which had gotten snagged on the big bone of his foot and was slowly dragging down the bone, ripping open the skin like a zipper down a jacket. Gizbo screamed so loud that it hurt his own eardrums. He snapped his head upward and then noticed something. It seemed that Jacoby had not wanted him to be totally helpless. There above him, dangling from a branch, was his red elikai ring, given to him by Kenis, attached to the throne star, Kenis. The panther drake, still hanging by a claw, still causing him immense pain, had rattled his senses just enough to bring his brain the clarity it needed and the adrenaline to act. With a kick forward that burst open his wrist wounds once again, Gizbo began rocking back and forth, over and over again, cursing as the rope felt as if it had slipped into his wrist, 
and was peeling the skin back with every pump. Rather than ignore the pain, he embraced it and maintained his clarity, pumping his legs until he was swinging with a good rhythm, and with one more mighty swing he gained the height and leverage needed and managed to wrap his legs around the trunk of the tree, slamming the panther drake against it and freeing its claw from his foot. With a whine, the drake fell, its paws flailing into the bushes below the tree. Gizbo breathed a huge sigh of relief. His foot still throbbed, even as the drakeness healed it, but it was no longer as intense as it was. Now, with his legs around the trunk, Gizbo little by little began to shimmy himself upward, higher and higher. Every inch he grabbed, he considered it a victory, and that's when he noticed something. The smaller of the drakes were beginning to shimmy up the tree, too.